Dear friends, SCI Care What Really Matters is now a weekly fixture for our ISCOS members, audience and beyond. With this podcast series, we aim to engage with our members and entice non-members to join our conversation. While sharing the insights and experiences of experts from the field of SCI Care from all over the world. Each week, we'll complement our weekly podcast episodes with a bonus track featuring a guest from a special interest group to add to our weekly discussion. So welcome to SCI Care, What Really Matters Bite Size. This week, we have posed the following question to the Occupational Therapy Special Interest Group. What are the main challenges faced by occupational therapists in the comprehensive management of persons with spinal cord injury globally and also specifically in your region? What are the various factors which contribute to these challenges? Also mention the strengths of the society which help in overcoming these challenges. The guest designated by the group to answer this question is Nicola Hunter, Senior Occupational Therapist at the Statewide Spinal Unit, Western Australia, treating patients from acute admission to discharge and beyond. She has been working in her field of spinal cord injury management for the past 20 years. Here is what she has to say. Yes, thank you very much for that question. So my name is Nikki Hunter and I'm an occupational therapist working in Perth, Western Australia. Perth is a, in the far west of Australia and it's a very isolated capital city. Our healthcare system in Australia is a public healthcare system with universal access for patients from whatever income or area. I guess you would call us a high income community. We have one spinal injuries unit in Western Australia, which is in the southwest corner of the state. And just to give some context, we have patients who fly to us from about 1,600 kilometres away, so about two and a half hours flying. They need to come down to visit us to get their acute management completed in the uh, Perth area. We have both an acute hospital that manages our patients through the trauma unit and we have a number of other hospitals in Perth. We also have a rehabilitation facility in Perth. So patients often spend an extended period with us in Perth, whether they're from this area or not. So I want to talk a little bit about, I guess, our acute management of people with spinal cord injury and the challenges for that particular group once the spinal injury has occurred. In general terms, the the biggest challenge is getting the patient to the service that's needed. So this works quite well for individuals who are local to Perth or quite nearby to our healthcare facilities, but uh, we have patients who are transported from quite a long way away and they need to come with our raw flying doctor service. With acute management of spinal cord injury, it is so time sensitive that that does have an impact on the outcomes for people. We also notice that there's an impact with a consistency of service delivery depending on the pathway that a patient comes So if they come through an acute traumatic injury, then they come um, into our main trauma wards and they get the acute management and the surgical intervention that they need in a very timely manner. If they come through a surgical pathway, they also get uh, surgery and treatment that they need in a very timely manner. We, however, have patients who come with post-tumour on the spine, so they have a different pathway that they come to us and limited resources from an occupational therapy perspective. 
We also have some patients who come with following uh, infection and other sorts of diseases and they have varying access to occupational therapy services also. From an acute perspective, an occupational therapist is involved in focusing on acute positioning and ranging to reduce pressure injuries and to reduce contractures, and then perhaps acute splinting for hand positioning. These particular features are all about trying to preserve as much function as possible for the long-term needs of the patient. We all work together as an interdisciplinary team. So we have nursing staff, we have physios, we have social workers, which is an excellent way to provide a service to a patient that has a spinal cord injury where a multitude of different systems are impacted by the injury. Another challenge for us in Australia, but I think it internationally also, is the consistency of the service that's provided in terms of the international guidelines. So as occupational therapists, there is very limited international consistency of service. So types of splints that are made, the timeline for the splints to be applied, the type of treatment that we approach. This is all based on previous experience and not consistent from an international perspective. One of our other challenges acutely is um, managing patient and staff knowledge with spinal cord injury if they're not coming through our usual pathways and also setting realistic expectations about the long-term outcomes for patients. Many patients and families find this kind of injury very challenging, and we need to give them the chance to hope for the best, but also the opportunity to deal with the current situation that they find themselves in. In the rehab setting, we have the opportunity to provide daily therapy our focus is about trying to enhance as much independence and ability in the individual as we can. We look to promote skills that they need for their return to their daily living environment. And we look to improve things like upper limb function, sitting balance, independence and self-care and other sorts of goals that the patient may have. Our particular focus is to try and be goal-driven, depending on the important patient's preference. Uh, one of the challenges that we have is that, as an occupational therapist, a lot of the things we do are very costly. So even in a high-quality healthcare system, there are many costs to get someone to return home, and these might be from things like home modifications, the equipment that they require, or the care support that they need. We help our patients with navigating the system that we have as best we can, but nevertheless, for many patients, that's a very costly experience, or for many patients, we have to rely on other services to provide to meet their needs. Another challenge that we have is an equity of services. At present, we're working with our patients with, who are under 65. They have access to a National Disability Insurance Scheme, which helps fund all of those supports that I've just identified. But for our patients that are over 65, we have to choose a different pathway through My Aged Care, and that level of service provision is not the same. We also have challenges with, I guess, access to knowledge, and this is seen if we have patients who don't come directly to our spinal unit but are actually managed in other hospitals or given different rehabilitation opportunities. So they're dealt with by therapists and other staff who do not have the same kind of specialist knowledge that we do, and they need to obtain that knowledge and develop those skills 
and ask us the questions to make sure that the best outcomes achieved for the patient. We also provide a community-based service because, as you'd be well aware, spinal cord injury is a lifelong injury. And for many individuals, it's just the start of the healthcare system involvement that they have. So we've got additional service provision through our outpatient services and we also have a rehabilitation in the home service. So both of those are really valuable to our patients and provide them with good opportunities from an occupational therapy perspective. But it's also part of the interdisciplinary team that provides that service also. Challenges that patients face um, from an occupational therapy perspective in the community are things like navigating the services and being able to advocate for themselves. Patients have to be really aware of what they need and how to get the best out of the system that uh, we have. Patients have a certain level of fatigue at coping with a spinal cord injury, which I've noticed changes their long-term management Quite often they identify a sense of hopelessness in the community and a loss of power. So we try to help them, I guess, by engaging therapists who can assist them in the community, but also identifying that there are changes to their function and their abilities over time, which we need to change our level of support for. The impact of secondary conditions such as pain or pressure injuries can be massive on somebody in the community. They have to now manage a completely different life to the one that they envisaged when they left the spinal unit. An OT can help them with that type of management also, so changes to care needs, changes to equipment, identifying ways of addressing those issues for the patient with the patient. One of the questions that you asked was about the various factors which contribute to those challenges, and I think OT faces a number of challenges globally. As mentioned, it is resource heavy, so things like equipment and um, spinal cord injury is very environmentally sensitive. So we need accessible environments to promote independence in our patients. We also have a global challenge about the evidence base for occupational therapy. In particular, there's restricted research in this area and limited spinal-specific assessments. So these things together make it difficult for us to make changes to our practice. There is lots of work going on in this space, as you can imagine, and um, there are some Australian guidelines that are coming out about occupational therapy and spinal cord injury to try and support that. However, changing what we've always done is a difficult pathway without evidence to support it. We also have very small population sizes and there's a certain isolation of services with something like spinal cord injury. For us in Perth, in Western Australia, we have about 60 new spinal cord injuries in the year and for each of these individuals, they are likely to go back into a different area of the community and require different level of supports and different people to be trained up in their care. The patients then end up depending much more on the specialty service than on the community services and that's work that we are working towards as well, developing the skill set of people in the community. There are many strengths in our society which help overcome the challenges that someone with spinal cord injury faces. These might be system supports, so government funding for patients to stay at home, 
this provides care and equipment and allows people to make that choice of returning home post spinal cord injury. Another strength is that lifelong support that people are provided with and the priority as an occupational therapist getting an individual back to being as independent as possible to meeting the basics of their care needs but also to consider other things such as work and leisure activities and parenting so as OTs we often talk about adding life to the years so making people feel like being alive with a spinal cord injury is still a valued and purposeful life to lead. Occupational therapists have a very good opportunity to be quite patient-centred with our goals and creative with our problem solving. So we address the issue and not just the symptom of someone with a spinal cord injury. We look at a way of doing something differently but giving people the opportunity nevertheless to do it. And our focus is on independence and on function. Uh, promoting patients to take their own journey with spinal cord injury in a direction that they want. So in summary, OTs do experience challenges even in a well-funded healthcare system. The most important thing when managing patients with spinal cord injury though is that we assist them to be the very best that they can be despite the challenges that they are facing. We look to promote independence, we look to support them, we look to assist them with adjusting to the spinal cord injury by being able to do as much for themselves as possible. Many patients are motivated to achieve the best that they can do and an occupational therapist can support them in the environment that they live in with the equipment that they use and the skills that they develop to do as much for themselves as possible. With those kind of outcomes, it's a challenge really well worth taking on. Thank you. I do hope you have enjoyed the second installment of our Bite Size episode. I would like to thank our guest Nicola Hunter for her time and excellent insights on the challenges faced by occupational therapists in the comprehensive management of persons with spine cord injury. In summary, the challenges faced during acute management include getting the patient to the definitive service, consistency of services provided in terms of international guidelines, managing patient and staff knowledge about SCI and setting realistic expectations for long-term outcome. The challenges faced by occupational therapists in the rehabilitation setting include costs, equity of services and access to knowledge. The main challenge faced in the community-based service is in navigating the services. The factors which contribute to the challenge including availability of equipment, accessible environment, evidence base for occupational therapy and isolation of services for SCR. The main strengths of the society which help to overcome the challenge include a strong system support which continues lifelong. This helps the occupational therapist to focus on independence rather than function and as Nikki says, add life to the years. The challenge as per her is thus really worth taking on. I, Dr. Chabra, have been your host. Thank you for listening. We have all the relevant links discussed in this episode in our show notes. We also have information on how to register for our virtual conference taking place this September. Please do take a look. 
Until then, please do subscribe and we look forward to bringing you more on SCI Care What Really Matters.